This is an election update from Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa, and we're bringing you short election updates from our reporters, photographers, and editors. For full coverage of the election, go to sfchronicle.com or download the San Francisco Chronicle app to get breaking news notifications. I'm King Kaufman. I'm a producer at Fifth and Mission. And for this update, I talked to Tal Copen, our Washington correspondent at the San Francisco Chronicle. We talked at about 8.20 a.m. Pacific time, and we started out talking about what happened overnight. It seemed to me looking at social media as I was turning in very late Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, that the Democratic-leaning world was feeling pretty pessimistic. And as everybody slept, a lot changed. Yeah, I mean, it's different. Uh, you know, the simplest way to put it is the map changed colors a lot, um, which sounds sounds trivial, but I mean, it's it's a pretty significant thing. You know, I, since for the, I'm based on the East Coast for the Chronicle, I was sort of the early bird. So I got up this morning after having gone to bed on the earlier side last night, got up this morning and watched as Wisconsin flipped, Michigan flipped. You know, once those turned blue, the electoral map suddenly looks very different than it did last night. And, you know, the strategists who were analyzing the very raw voter data sort of saw this as a likely possibility last night. Um, it just, it, it didn't look that way if you were looking at the raw totals. But, you know, it's not something magical. This is sort of what was predicted all along. We just kind of <laughs> weren't patient last night. And the explanation is pretty straightforward that the in these key battleground states, the way that the votes came in favored Donald Trump in the beginning because they were primarily firstly first reporting in-person election day votes, which were heavily Republican, and oversampling at that point parts of the state that also leaned towards Trump. As the vote counting wore on, in these states, you saw them begin to get the mail-in vote totals, which are heavily favored to Joe Biden, and these real population centers, urban and suburban areas that are also expected to favor Joe Biden. You saw it happen in Wisconsin first. Then those numbers started to shift in Michigan. Uh, Democrats at this point are hoping that you might see those same shifts in Pennsylvania and Georgia. But even without Pennsylvania and Georgia at this moment, when I'm talking to you, King, on Wednesday morning at 8.15, if Joe Biden stays ahead everywhere he is ahead at this moment, he already would have enough electoral votes by one to win the presidency. With Biden ahead in at this moment, he's ahead in Wisconsin, he's ahead in Michigan, and the ballots that are coming in are mail-in and early voting ballots, which are heavily Democratic. Nobody's calling it yet for Wisconsin and Michigan, but isn't it pretty sure thing that if he's ahead now, he's going to stay ahead? I wouldn't say sure thing. You can say sure thing. I'm not saying anything you don't want me to say. Um, so I don't think I don't think we I don't think we would say that because if we were saying that we would call it and we're not calling it. Um, that said, if you're talking about expectations, it would take a very very un- improbable scenario for these states to flip back. The way that these trend lines are going are are the way that the trend lines are likely to keep going. There is there is nothing on the map that would suggest sudden windfall of votes for Trump that would reverse momentum 
in Wisconsin and Michigan. There's another state, a couple other states that are really important. If we're talking about just where Biden is leading right now, there's also Arizona and Nevada. Um, in Nevada, he, he only, Biden is only ahead by less than 8,000 votes, which is a very narrow margin. But there's still a lot of votes to be counted in the two most populous and two most democratic counties in that state. So again, there's not a lot of indicators there that the momentum is going to shift and there's going to be a sudden windfall for Trump. Arizona, the Associated Press has called it uh, for Biden. That one continues to narrow, uh, but the data crunchers believe that Biden will stay ahead in Arizona as well. All of this explains why uh, President Trump went on TV very late last night, early this morning, and demanded that the counting stop, or as he put it, uh, the voting stop. How's that going to play out? A, a lot of people were shocked by that, that it was an authoritarian move, but How's that going to play out? I mean, does he have any chance of winning that argument and getting the counts stopped? In terms of winning the argument, if you're asking in terms of voters' hearts and minds, that's something that I think keeps, uh, you know, a lot of experts up at night as to whether if he convinces enough Americans that these results are illegitimate, does it matter if he's, he's telling the truth, which he's not? Uh, you know, we should be very, very clear. Every single vote that is still being counted at this moment was received and cast on or before election day. So, you know, these shifts do not reflect new votes. All they reflect is the way that states have been counting. Some states were allowed to count their early vote and absentee vote when they were received. But Pennsylvania, especially, and some of these other key battlegrounds, we're not allowed to do so. And so that forces the vote to appear this way because it forces the state to count those in-person votes faster than the absentee and mail-in ballots. So, you know, the Trump campaign and Biden campaign are both making a case that they are on the path to victory. But there's one side that's much more backed up by the evidence, and that's the Biden campaign. The Biden campaign says that they are on a path they like. They believe they're going to hold their leads where they have them. They believe Pennsylvania is going to go their way when we have the more than 1 million outstanding ballots counted, which are, again, heavily expected or expected to heavily favor Joe Biden. They count Georgia as a toss-up at this point. Uh, North Carolina, they believe, will end up in Trump's column. Um, but as I've said, we don't even need Pennsylvania and Georgia to flip for Biden to be at 271. The Trump campaign is saying they believe they're on track, but they're making this claim that if, quote unquote, legal votes are counted, and we should be very clear, every vote that is being counted right now is presumed to be legal. There's absolutely no evidence that would indicate uh, that any of the ongoing counts are in any way improper. Uh, so Trump could certainly make court challenges. Uh, it's unclear at this point what that challenge might look like, uh, but nothing at this moment has, is giving any indication that anything is happening besides election officials following their laws and predetermined you know, processes for counting these ballots. 
Okay, one last question, a quick one. Uh, I know you're not in the predictions business, but make me a quick prediction. Uh, it seems like 100 years from now, but when we all go to bed tonight, will we have a winner declared in this election or not? I think it's quite possible that the race could be called today, being Wednesday. Uh, I don't know if it will be, I, I know it will not be certified today. Yeah. Uh, because it never is. Um, you know, some of these states that we're still waiting on will be counting for upwards of a week to go. Um, Pennsylvania just gave a briefing that they're still waiting on military ballots that are allowed to keep coming in for another week, let alone be counted. So, you know, there there will be counts ongoing for days, and that is okay. That is healthy democracy. Uh, but it is quite possible that the number crunchers today could look at what we know about Nevada, Wisconsin, and Michigan uh, make a call in those states based on how we expect the rest of those votes to come in. And if they trend the way we're seeing them today, or even if they flip, uh, that could be enough to, to project an ultimate winner in the Electoral College. Okay, talk open. We're going to read your coverage, Joe Garofoli's coverage, everybody's coverage at sfchronicle.com all day, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Please subscribe to Fifth and Mission to get the latest updates. For full election coverage, Go to sfchronicle.com or download the San Francisco Chronicle app. Thank you for listening.